Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. Dashing through the snow, Bep. It's Donna and Steve, Bep. And my mm. talk 1071. Give me a beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. Do you like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Okay. Britney Spears has a new song with Backstreet Boys. Did we know this was happening? I don't think we did. I don't either. You want to hear it? I do. What's it called again? Match? Uh, let's see here. I believe it's Matches, called. yeah. Matches. Matches. All right. I'm very excited for this. Here we go. I love it. Do you love it? I don't. Oh, I think it's so fun. But I don't hate it. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of either artist, but I like that. Like playing with matches. Yeah. What's your problem? So I was a kid and I was lighting a match mm-hmm. to light a candle in the bay window. Mm-hmm. As I, Herber. you know, Herber. <laughs> as I strike the match, you know. Yeah. To watch it burn. I'm trying to get it, trying to get it going. And then when I do... At the moment that I strike it, a lightning hits a transformer box out on our street. <gasps> so when I, the match, boom, is what I hear. A giant green flash. And as a chilled, or if you pronounce it with a long eye, child, that scars you from lighting matches. Because you think somehow mm-hmm. you caused the... Sure. What are the chances, he asked. Right? What are the chances? Very slim. Very slim. Interesting story. I I got busted playing with matches because my sister Susan was a bad influence, and we were getting ready to go see um, Wonderama. That happened to be in town with Bob McAllister. Thank you. I don't know what any of these words mean. Oh, it was a children's show. Back in oh, the day, okay. it was called Wonderama. Some people w- would probably say Wonderama. Um, and I was going to go to a live taping of it. But uh, Dad busted us because he could smell the sulfur when he came out on the porch. And How old do you think Sue was when she started playing with matches? No, nine, mm-hmm. ten maybe. How old when she started realizing six. she could <laughs> use the matches to... Light a cigarette. You know, there you go. You yeah, better from your quit. mouth. She doesn't smoke anymore. Is that right? Yeah. Oh. Oh, 
thanks for Very asking. Very good. Anyway, we digress. Uh, the concert industry lost $30 billion oh, this man. year. That's I brutal. mean, it's so brutal. I that lost. is, that's really brutal. I mean, the, the whole gig economy, anybody who's worked in the gig economy, and that's yeah. live events, of course, but then that spills into weddings, um, you know, bridal consultants, photographers, oh, bakers, et cetera. Comedians, really yeah, brutal. theater, yeah. all of it. I just oh, feel really, really, I just really hope that this is, we're going to have concerts next year. I hope so. I really do. Is there anyone you're looking forward to seeing? Oh, geez, Louise, you know me, Donna. Pre-pandemic, I, you know what I should do? I should blame my low concert total on the pandemic. <laughs> I am Grant. You might not know this, but I have been to, I believe, eight or nine concerts in my life. Oh, not a concert goer, huh? Not a concert goer. Even when, when he was like fifteen. Hey, Donna. Hey, sorry, I didn't know you were there. <laughs> my first concert was Peter, Paul, and Mary. Classic. It was awesome. Nice. Leonard Skinner was my first. Mm. Wow. Deep Purple. Mm. With nice. Nugent. Yeah. I uh, I just don't like him that much. I don't know. Just don't like him. I like a summer. He, I like a summertime outdoor concert. That's my jam. If I can go out and have a few beers, be outside, country music or classic rock, I'll do that. You know, Target Field, like the annual concert each year. That's mm-hmm. what I'll do. But I'm not a big indoor venue concert guy. I'd rather go see a comedy show or something to that extent hmm. personally. Okay. I don't know if I want to um, sing next to other adults that you don't I know. don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And we're always hit and miss because it's not like you're at church. They at least put the lyrics up on the screen. <laughs> we're all sort of humming through a couple. And I don't know. Even when we get beautiful box seats treated like kings and queens at the XL, I just am always ready to go home. I'm a loser. Well, even when you were in college, you didn't like going to concerts. Oh Lord, no! Really? Like I don't even. But I don't know any like... of my friends. None of my friends went to concerts. We weren't concert people. Interesting. I well, know. here's the sitch. Um, do 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 do. They. <laughs> Industry insiders had originally projected a record-setting year at the box office mm, with an estimated $12.2 billion take if things had been normal. Now, instead, with touring and live performances shut down since March, the final number adds up to a loss of 9.7, okay? Okay. So, the rest of the loss, the $30 billion deficit, comes from things like sponsorships, ticketing costs, concessions, merchandise, uh Transportation, restaurants, hotels. I mean, it's really, really sad. I just, it I is, hope that they can brutal. bounce back for sure. But yeah, it's, well, you, uh, what's your threshold? You know, I guess everybody has to figure out their personal threshold for when they would go to a concert without masks. Yeah, it would when suck that is, being you know? there with a mask on. Yeah, singing through, feeling your hot breath coming right back at you as it hits the cloth backboard. <laughs> I don't know, but when, like when? Is it is it if, if we know the most at risk are vaccinated? Do you feel like you personally need to be vaccinated before you go back? You know, yeah. it's, we'll all have some questions to answer, and it's certainly the industry will as well, because they'll have to make a really educated guess 
as to how many tickets they will sell right. for an event. And that's part of their budget, right, of what they're paying their entertainers and all of that. It'll it'll be interesting. People are going to be darn busy, I think, these next six months plotting a world post-COVID. Faux show. Thank you. Okay. All right, we got to go. Nice. When, when we come back, though, ugh. Just when we were thinking, boy, that Shia LaBeouf has really come out on the other side of some of mm. his uh, demons. Um, somebody's telling a story that makes him look very, very bad. We will tell you about that when we come right back on My Talk 107.1. We can't help ourselves. We're sorry. Now I'll use my mouth. <laughs> oh, welcome back. Donna and Steve here on my talk 1071 everything entertainment you're probably going to see this headline all over the place uh FKA Twigs you know who that is I learned all over again Okay well she has filed a lawsuit a lawsuit against her former boyfriend Shia LaBeouf she did this last Friday She accuses him of relentless abuse, including sexual battery, assault, infliction of emotional distress. She also accuses him of knowingly giving her a sexually transmitted disease. Uh, We don't know what she's seeking in damages or anything like that, but she says the money is going to be donated to domestic abuse charities. Wow, some some of her story is really, really disturbing beyond what I just shared, she said um, that they met two years ago. She was cast in his movie, Honey Boy, Mm -hmm. which was... Which got awards chatter last year. Very good. Yeah. Really good. So they started dating shortly after filming wrapped, and things started off great. And at this point, you know, we're thinking that Shia LaBeouf is in a good place, right? Mm -hmm. Because his career was getting back on track. He seemed to have cleaned up his act. Uh, He wrote this screenplay, starred in it as his father. Um, She says that um, they started off, things started off great, but it wasn't long before he started acting differently. Like he started having rules about how many times a day she would have to kiss him and touch him. And he didn't like her talking to male waiters, like Mm. as in wait staff. He didn't let her wear uh, clothes to bed. He became scary to be around. He would sleep with a loaded gun next to the bed. She also goes on to say about Shia LaBeouf, when she tried to leave, he would terrorize her. He would violently grab her, wake her up in the middle of the night. He would choke her, lock her in rooms, yell at her. Um, She also says in the lawsuit, this is FKA Twigs, by the way, if you're just joining us, and what she said about Shia LaBeouf in a lawsuit. She said, what I went through with Shia was the worst thing I've ever been through in my entire life. Mm -hmm. I don't think people would ever think that it would happen to me, but that's the thing. It can happen to anybody. Everything culminated last February with a horrifying experience when they were out driving in a remote area. He started driving recklessly. He removed his seatbelt and threatened to crash unless she professed his love for him. Hmm. Wow. It sounds like he has a lot of issues, to say the least. It sounds like he might have some mental illness. Also that she mentioned uh, there was a role that he got, and then he would go around the streets and just shoot stray dogs (gasps) just to feel what it was like to 
to get into the mind of a killer? I did not get to that. Do you not read that? I, I hope I'm not like hallucinating that from over the weekend, but I'm pretty sure that that was another wow. uh, wrinkle in all of this. To all of this and the lawsuit, Shia LaBeouf said in uh, response in an email, I'm not in any position to tell anyone how my behavior made them feel. I have no excuses for my alcoholism or aggression, only rationalizations. I've been abusive to myself and everyone around me for years. I have a history of hurting the people closest to me. I'm ashamed of that history, and I'm so sorry to those that I hurt. There's nothing else I can really say. And as he went on to say, um, that while he is a sober member of a 12-step program, uh, he is not cured of his PTSD and alcoholism but is committed to doing what he needs to do to recover and will forever be sorry to the people that I may have harmed along the way. Wow. Wow, I this sounds it was... like it could be a criminal suit, but I believe it's just a civil suit. Yeah. And, you know, I... I... Here we are grading apologies. Yeah. I thought that he owned things, right? In an apology, that's what, as we grade apologies, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. what we're looking at is we're ownership. Ownership is at the root of any worthwhile apology. This was my fault. I caused this, and right. I'm sorry. Um, and so it seemed like he he more or less did that. But, man, yeah, there's just some really tough stuff to read about. And it's just, it's it's sad for her, Um if and, and again, he doesn't seem to be disputing any of this right. necessarily. Uh, so it's sad that that she went through this, and um, and there have been other obvious marks against him in the public eye over the past five years or so. Yeah. And you just you just hope for for a good ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. And well, I hope that he is in the midst of a sober program and really is. It sounds like you know a good sober program talks to you about owning it right and um it sounds like he is efforting to do that yeah but, yeah hey, after word of this um suit got out i don't know if you saw this but sia backed um fka twigs up with her own story she said i've too have been hurt emotionally by shia a pathological liar who conned me into an adulterous relationship claiming to be single and then Sia goes on to say, I believe he's very sick and I have compassion for him and his victims. Just know if you love yourself, stay safe, stay away. Um, Shia isn't copying, you know, to all the claims, but, you know, you hmm. already shared some of the things he, he said. But and then she went on to say, Sia said to FKA Twigs that she's proud of her. She's very brave because that's not an easy thing to do. Right. Wow. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It bums me out so much because yeah. I really wanted Shia LaBeouf to have, to, to be able to come back from all of that darkness. You know, right. but there's more to it than we ever even realized. So, well, and it sounds like there's some obviously continued work that needs to happen for him to rebuild his own personal foundation. Yeah, uh, which then would allow him to restore slowly trust with other people in his life. Yeah, and now filmmakers will have a uh, they'll have a question to ask themselves if they were looking to cast him right. in something, yes. which is sure you can look at it from the PR side of it. And there's a cynical side that has its own conversation, but as a, uh, just in duty to another human being, is it in his best interest to hire him now or to allow him to spend a little time on the sideline and right. do more of the personal work well, look that at Johnny needs to Depp. be done? Same you know? situation. You know, he's being dropped because of the the charges against him and right. the, the judge in London who believed yeah. um, Amber Heard over him. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. Let's do something different and fun. Well, let's play a game. Okay. Okay. Uh, the game is, can I get back before the commercial's over having taken my dog out? That's game number one. You can't play that <laughs> game, though. That's my game and everybody loses. Uh. Game two, you can College Pop Culture Knowledge, 651-641-1071. You can call now, bet on me, bet on Donna. If you bet right, gosh darn it, you're going to win a prize. That game, I believe, is coming up next. I gotta go! It is. Okay, go walk the dog. We'll be right back. I'm going to win. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk, 1071, Everything Entertainment. Let's play a game. Time to go to college. College. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, I am Grant. I want to see how smart you are. All right, guys, how is it going today? Meh. Meh. Okay, I'll take a meh. Yeah. Meh. It is a little cold today. Yeah. It's colder than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It'll be 40 by Friday. I had to reschedule a, uh, a doggy play date. Wow. Yeah, it was a little chilly for the walk this morning, yeah, that's for sure. especially down by the river. Well, we've got Lori on the phone from Hudson. Lori, how you doing, Lori? I'm doing great. How are you guys? What's it to you, Lori? Sorry. Stop it, We're Steven. good. Sorry. I don't know why. She's a guest. Hello, Lori. Hi, Lori. Hello. I'm good. <laughs> All right. Well, Lori's from Hudson, and I guess from what I understand that I just learned, even though Hudson is in Wisconsin, it is part of the Minneapolis-St. Paul statistical area. So it is included in our statistics. So it's kind of like it's one of us, right, guys? Oh, wow. Sure, we'll take it. That's exciting. Hey, I listen to you guys all the time. You're one of me. I'm one of you. Thanks, Lori. That's great. Yes, we're all together now. Awesome. And Lori (laughs) will, will be playing for a viewing code of the... Movie Promising Young Woman. It's on Wednesday, December 23rd at 7 p.m., Lori. So if you win today's College of Pop Culture Knowledge, that's what you will be getting, all right? Okay. And today's topic is mm-hmm. country music duets. <laughs> oh, come on. Okay, Grant, you, 
Grant, Grant, Grant. Hey, Steve. Hey, I'm. Uh, I've got the. I've got the pen and paper here, right? <laughs> yep. Understood. Okay. All right. With a score of 110 for Steve and 78 for Donna, on the 188th edition of the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, and our topic being country music duets. Lori, would you like to play with Donna or Steve? I need you, Lori. I think I need to go with Donna today. <laughs> Thanks, Lori. Uh, she doesn't Bye, need Steve. your help. Dirk's Bentley. <laughs> Dirk's and Bentley. I don't know. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye, Steve. Good talking to you. Don't go changing on account of me. On second thought. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm excited. Okay. Now, Lori, if you could just wait to, end, to help her out till the end, she's going to answer the questions. And as you know, Donna, I'll ask the question, start the music. And may we begin? You ready? Um, no, I have. I need clarification. Are these duets or duos? There's a combination. Ooh. So it could be both, okay? Okay. All right. Now, this country music duet kickstarts the Donna and Steve show every day <laughs> with Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. <laughs> that is big and rich. This famous country music duo released the title track, Red Dirt Road, in 2003. Who are they? Oh, my God. I love Red, uh, uh, Brooks and Dunn. Okay. This country music duo is made up of singer-songwriter Jennifer Nettles, lead vocals, and Christian Bush, vocals and guitar. Who is it? That's Sugarland. Okay. Now, Lori, she gave her answers, I guess. Would you like to help her out? Are you good? Are you firm? I'm firm. I'm good. Yeah! Woo! All right. Let's get Steve back in. Donna, that would be your job. Hopefully he's not listening. Hopefully he's in another room somewhere, being the honorable man that we wish for. That's bad news. That was the quickest you guys have ever come back to me. Mm -hmm. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. No, you'll do fine. You'll do fine. Don't count yourself out. Jason Rhett. Don't. And Willie. I'm going to clarify for you. It is duets or duos. So it could be a song or it could be a group. Now, it that's Utah. just for a little help there, okay? Yeah, that'll be huge help for me. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. And you know how to play, so are you ready to go, Steve? Whatever, man. All right. All right. I'm drinking a beer. Sorry. This country music <laughs> duet kickstarts the Don and Steve show every day with Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. Big and Rich. This famous country music duo released the title track, Red Dirt Road, in 2003. Who are they? Next. This country music duo is made up of singer-songwriter Jennifer Nettles and Christian Bush. Jennifer Nettles is lead vocals. Christian Sugarland. Bush. Okay. Uh, Go back to uh, number what's two. What's that middle one? 2003. 2003, Red Dirt Road. Song and album name title. Nicole Kidman and her husband. <laughs> See if the judge is taken. Great guess, buddy. Okay, you. you did a good job. Two of three. You did get big and rich, and so then Ben Donna and Lori also got all three. So unfortunately, what's that Steve, middle one? What's the middle answer? The middle answer is Brooks and Dunn with Red Dirt Road. D word. Road. Okay, I can't. A good sing. song. Great song. Let's one of my do favorites. this tiebreaker anyway. All right, the tiebreaker for fun, guys. Now just name it when you hear it, and let's go. Oh, yeah. I'll give that to Donna. What? Yeah, you were right behind her, Steve. Right behind her. That's bold dookie, and you know that, Donna. Whatever, man. I don't (laughs) care anymore. This game is stupid. (laughs) Only when you lose. Exactly. We're just having some fun with you, Steve. Steve, We'll get back to normal. I still can't win for the year. What's it matter? True. But now you're within 30. (laughs) (laughs) Rude. Rude Lord. Well, congratulations, Lori. You got that viewing code for a promising young woman. Congrats. 
Thank you very much. Way to go, Lori. Thank you for Lori, picking me. What's on tap today in Hudson, my lady? Well, I'm baking Christmas cookies. I'm home from oh, work because nice. it's my birthday. Happy oh, birthday. happy birthday. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. Oh, well, have a fabulous day. We love you. Thank you for calling. Love you guys, too. Bye. Bye. Oh, that's awesome. I think it's my friend Laura's birthday, too, my neighbor. You met Laura. Happy birthday, Laura. Yeah, hey, Laura. I think <laughs> I saw that. June, syrup. All right, here okay, we go. in the syrup. That's what I said. Yep. Yep. This is what we hear up. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right. I have a I have a hypothetical to throw out there. Okay. All right. This was something floating around on Twitter over the weekend. You need to choose one of these. Tell me which of these constitute the perfect day. Constitution. Bill Con- of Rights. Constitution. Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> Snowing I'm not outside. My Dada. What? Don't you know it makes me uncomfortable when you do that song? All right. Which of these way, const- now. <laughs> okay, that's that's right on chili peppers. All right, all right, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Which of these floated on Twitter over the weekend makes up the perfect day? A snowing outside, Netflix on, fireplace on, hot cocoa. Okay, snowing, Netflix, fireplace, hot cocoa. Option B, sunny and 70, windows open, cleaning, baking cookies. Hmm. Option C, as in Carl, sunny and 90, in the pool, grilling, drinking iced tea. Okay, you got me with pool and drinking iced tea. Or oh, there's more. Give it away. Yeah, give it away. (laughs) Boy, the rolling of the R there is inspired. Do it again. Give it away now. (laughs) I knew you wouldn't be able to do it as good if I asked. Ah, I did it. Give it away now, Nicaragua. Okay, Okay, let's be done. Nicaragua. All right, I'm done. Okay, and this is because you believe reporters only accentuate cer- only at certain yeah. times do they try to yeah. do the affectation yep. and the accent. They're totally from Wisconsin before that, and then they're just like <laughs> this, just in from Nicaragua, <laughs> and then back to their normal. <laughs> but they wouldn't say that if they were naming like a, a, a town in France. No, Versailles. <laughs> Everybody just wants a shot at it, you know. <laughs> They keep coming to the pitch meeting, yeah. pitching another story on Nicaragua. Joan, what is it with you in Nicaragua? What is it? Just give me one shot. I'm not my shot. The final option is sunny in 55, oh. leaves falling. Oh, I like this. Sitting outside reading a book. No, I want to be. I want to be swimming. Even though I'm not a summer person, what do you pick? You know, I do like the snowing outside Netflix fireplace hot cocoa is pretty d good. You know why? Because you don't have to do anything. Like if you were outside grilling, you Uh know, you'd be the one having to do all the grilling and the work. Who smoked chicken thighs last night? You did, boo-boo bear. I did. And that was right after I smoked a tri-tip the day before. I'm going to smoke this winter. Okay. And it was good, the chicken thighs. You, you, I did them at about 300 for probably about an hour or so. And then crank it up to about 450 at the end. 
unveil the flame hidden beneath the smoker, and then char them. Reverse sear, char mm. them. You know what I don't like about thighs? Human or chicken? Chicken. And okay. human, in my case. <laughs> What's she going to say? All the Something dimpling. about the loose skin. Yeah, okay. I want all that dimply stuff. Like, what is that? Yeah. Is that your, like, hair follicle? I'm not interested in eating that. I ate a wild chicken once. I was in Kenya, and, oh, uh, and I was so there bad. when they chopped someone's, uh, to chop someone's <laughs> they chopped <laughs> chopped chickens chicken up. <laughs> yeah, so they beheaded this guy, and then we had chicken. No, they beheaded the chicken. You know, they killed the chicken. Yeah, got And it. they, like, pluck it right there, and you really do taste like, oh, because the skin hasn't even had a chance to rebound yet. <laughs> you could tell that there was a hair quill no. in there. Ben Franklin. Nope. Nope. Uh, independence nope. day mm-hmm. declaration of independence is what i was thinking of you know the quills i would have written so many friggin' letters back then <laughs> i've always wanted to dip a quill you, you know what i mean probably still buy that because don't people do calligraphy they, they sell my father kits like does that. calligraphy <gasps> yeah. your wow. dad is neat <laughs> he does like a lot of cool stuff yeah he that he does that um, he's helping his friend make a casket right now, and he does a lot of break dancing. That second one was pretty unique. Yeah, he's... yeah. My uh, my dad's friend Pilgrim George. He's building his own casket. Oh, what a story that is! I'm gonna know, build my last minutes. bed. Wow, he was on sixty minutes. For build? It? No, it feels oh. like he should be though. Yeah, build my last bed. <laughs> That's an interesting way. You of guys should it. feature him on Twin Cities Live. Pilgrim George, PG. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Also, I have another suggestion for you. I'll email you. Oh, you don't have to. Oh, what am I? Your producer now? What? No, no. I was meaning like you You don't have to give me the idea. Oh, <laughs> no, it's a good idea. I think you'll like it. I really do. Oh, really? Let's so just call what, we're it a hard lead. up for ideas? Let's just call it a lead. It's, it's very oh. sweet. I think you'll like it. Did you email me recently and say I should do something with Twin yeah, Cities Live or something? Yeah, and then you I just forgot ignore to, me, and I just it I hurts my feelings. I didn't mean to ignore you. I know. I'm sorry. One I time to... I sent him my camera roll, and now he won't answer any of my texts. <laughs> she sent me all these random photos of different men in her life. I, I went to. Like che- I think what happened was I went to check one of the photos, and it checked like four in a row that were on the same. Who are those two row? street guys in one of the later pictures in the camera roll that you sent me? They were just out on oh, the street. Oh, that was um, that was um, uh, National Night Out. Okay, who just are these random men? neighbors? Oh. Any of them? I text? was taking the pictures. No, I was taking the pictures for the neighborhood Facebook page. Boy, yeah, and you were getting some great ones. Rude! <laughs> you are so rude. I'm teasing Donna. I'm sorry. You know I'm hurting today. Oh, and then I made fun of you with our with our country duets thing today. Oh, he's not oh. hurting. Oh, yeah. No, he's looking you, for... Did you not get some sleep this weekend or something? I heard your dog had some issues. Yeah, my dog had some. No, I've had today. It's an ingrown pinky nail on my right. left. That's true. If only we had if more time to talk about, about that. When we come back, I'm going to tell you how to submit your festivist grievances. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a couple I'd like to file. Do you? I do as well. Okay, I'll tell you about that. And uh, heads up on Christmas decorations. You better act quickly if you want to continue to buy some. Because they is selling out. We're getting tipsy when we come right back. Good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 
You know, I thought it was just me. But apparently, it's actually a shortage as far as Christmas decorations go. Oh, no. Well, yeah. it's getting a little late in the year, too, huh? It is, but I think it's been a while, and they've there's been, like, mm. slim pickings. Things are picked over already. And a lot of these um, these corporations like Walmart and Costco and, you know, Dollar General Corporation did not anticipate the pandemic-fueled surge when they did the product buying for the season nearly a year ago. Oh, yeah, sure. Everybody's trying to go over the top with their decorations. Right, because there's nothing else to do. So why not make your house look beautiful? Um, So there's an imbalance right now. It's left a lot of locations with bare shelves. Um, I know some people said that Target, they tried to buy... Can't remember what it was in, in this article that I read, but it was, you know, some seasonal thing that they ran out of and they eventually convinced the manager to let them buy the floor model. Oh, yeah. Um, so there's a lot of that artificial trees, string lights. Um, they're often made nearly a year in advance in Chinese factories that need to plan production schedules and allow time to ship, you know, goods globally, get them to retail. And this has just been a problem. Hmm. It's, isn't that weird to think how far in advance they have to prep for the holiday season? Yes. It's like, probably like winter. Yeah. You know? I mean, think about it. State fair. You know, there's prepping being done year round for yeah. that. So just a, a heads up. I'll tell you. I'll give you a little tip right here. If you're looking for one of those baby Yodas. Yes. Costco and EP has a ton of them. Now, there are various kinds. This is this is one that's about, mm, it's pretty girthy, and it's about <laughs> 24 inches tall, I would Ooh. say. And there's a lot of them on the shelves right now. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That was that's at really the good. Costco and EP. The, uh, the rumor is, and it's probably a rumor, but let's spread it. The busiest Costco in America is the Costco and EP. I is heard it, it really? I don't remember who I heard it from. I heard it from a person. Is this a reliable source? No. Is it a fun story? Yes, Quee. Okay, let me tell you this. Busiest one in the country. That's surprising And that's why they're building me. another one. Can I tell Costco. you who has the worst parking? Sure. Now, this is nothing against the actual store, because I love Costco. It's my favorite store. Okay. That St. Louis Park one was not thought out oh, properly. The, it is so bad. It is the yeah. That to me feels like the busiest one in the world. I get so much anxiety. That's why I. That's what made mm. me think of it. I get so much anxiety when I have to go to that one, just because of the parking. I'm like, who? I don't even what? like the parking at EP. I always park very far away so that I have a direct exit. I don't want one of these up near the door things, then what am I doing? I got my reverse lights on for seven minutes before right? someone finally lets me Good out. Point. I'm going to hit a pedestrian. So, I never like parking near the store unless it's a real, like, oh, you can't easy pass in, easy that out. up. Yeah. I want easy in, easy out. You know what else has horrible parking? And hmm. again, love the store. It's not going to keep me from going, but it Home will goods. still... That's the one in EP. Home good in EP. But yeah, there's Edina. In the Trader Joe is in Edina. Oh. oh. Holy cow, is that a nightmare? They're all pretty yeah. bad. All the Trader they're, tra- they're just popular places to be, you know? They're they're really But the, I I feel like they didn't they don't have enough parking. 
Yeah, but that but the, the funny part too is about the St. Louis Park Costco. They have plenty of parking with all those big box stores there, but yet it feels like they're crammed right into that little section right in front. Right, of the store. Mm. there's plenty of parking. Yes, but yeah, yeah, it's a but whole sure. thing. What's your approach when you pull up to a parking space and the space on the other side of it is empty? Do you pull through? Are you a pull through so that you can just put it in drive at the uh, end yeah, of the day? Yeah, or are you most a traditionalist? Times. Most okay. times, yeah. I, yeah, I personally too. don't park even next to people. I don't like cars getting my door getting dinged by kids. I just I'm the guy that parks in the back of the parking lot of Target everywhere he goes because I was that kid that opened my door way too fast. <laughs> <laughs> so I just don't do that anymore. Yeah. I, I do like if there's a spot that's too down but not surrounded by cars, I'll do, like give me a longer walk in a less stressful parking yeah, situation. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm. I get grumpy you. in parking lots, I and I, I mean that is one of those perpetual things in marriage where I have I now just have to not say anything. Why don't you just drop her off? Or... Well, no, I mean, no, a situation if she's driving. Oh, and she wants to get up front, so she gets she keeps circling. And I'm like, can we just? Like, let's just pretend that our legs work today. <laughs> I know. See, and let's just walk. And then meanwhile, yeah, yeah. I'm going to park somewhere. And she's like, oh, you just passed up four spots. But I'm like, yeah, I don't want anything around me. All I right. Well, we're on the guy. subject. I yes, went please. to the Galleria yesterday just to pick something up. You Ooh, know, I ordered something. Nice. I picked something up. I uh, I parked so far away. I didn't realize that this store that I had to go pick up my item that I ordered online was on the other side. And I said to myself, self, mm. you could use a walk. It doesn't mm. matter. Enjoy the journey. Mm. So that's, that is the attitude that I chose to take. By the way, if you would like to, um, if you would like to voice your festivist grievances, mm-hmm. it's uh, in Tampa Bay. They are doing, um, so it's been 25 years since the classic Seinfeld episode, The Strike, oh, featuring one Frank of the Costanza. Greatest episodes ever. Oh, Jerry Stiller. So, so funny. So um, that episode, by the way, is available on Hulu, but there's a form that you can fill out and it gives some examples of some complaints. So you have a grievance submission form and you put your complaints there, and then the Tampa Bay Times will publish them in print on tampabay.com. It's really cute. Like somebody said, um, co-workers, what's the deal with leaving unused time on the microwave? Are you somehow gifting me 13 seconds left on there? What am I going to do with 13 seconds? Uh, all Buddy, sorts of stuff. What's, ours is parking lots, I think. Yeah, ours That's is parking lots. So true, Steve. All right. When we come back, I finished a docu-series that I thought was really good and really inspiring. We'll talk about that. And then, Steve, you watch Mandalorian. We'll talk about that, too, all coming up next.